Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Grant. Yeah. That's it then, done. And then you can leave it. Yeah. <laughs> and then straight away block them on everything so it's final. And then it's too awkward for them to try and re-add you. Yeah. And all your memories have disappeared, so it's fine. Yeah, uh, that's the toughest part about breaking up as well with social media. It's like, hey, remember this day five years ago? You were happily married. <laughs> what are you doing now, you loser? <laughs> Thanks very much, so Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> so, so horrible. On this day, three years ago, on your Instagram, so it's like, oh, God. I know, I hate mad. them. Oh, and by the way, this day last year, if you want to see the videos, it was, sorry, yesterday, a year ago. Yes. Of uh, I was managing Saoirse's Tinder profile and trying to get her a date for Valentine's Day. The video, the, a couple of the videos are up on F104's Instagram. A, just a quick synopsis of the roller coaster ride that was your Tinder last year. Oh, it was horrific, tragic on every level. And I kind of forgot bits of it until I actually watched the video back. So basically, you decided, do you know what? I am going to pick you a date. So I think I know you well enough to find what you like. You took my profile you decided to set up one with my face and things I'd like and then let men talk to you and you responded back to them now this was going on for a good month I'd say where it was like you know back and forth trying to whittle it down to maybe three guys so you know you did actually tell me about the three guys they all kind of sounded fine nice whatever we decided to pick one and insomnia next door were kind enough to have a little area for us so we kind of told them like I'm going to go on a date can we just corner off this area? We're just going to get coffees. It was after, it was before the show. It would have been before the show on a Friday, so about six o'clock. So you were recording the whole thing. I got dolled up. I got my hair done. Do you remember? I got a blow dry. Oh, bouncy blow. Got bouncy the, blow dry. Got the bouncy blow yeah. dry and um, put on tan. You know, Lovely. I was wearing a nice dress and stuff. I had my hooker boots on, um, you know, just to show that I'm a bit fun, flirty yeah. as well at 8.30 <laughs> and went in and was sitting there and actually the girls were lovely they had the little cake and everything set out for us to go with our coffees and uh, very exciting I decided to take it upon myself to order him a coffee nice which I don't know if that's a good idea because you don't really know what people you're like just looking controlling and possessive then so you think oh, you're like, I ordered yeah. a latte anyway for me and him mine had oat milk in it and I sat there you had left me at this stage, you'd recorded the whole thing and he never showed up. Never showed up. Never bloody showed up. I have never been so humiliated. So I'm. T- you text me going, what's what's going on? Like as he arrived, 20 minutes passed, half an hour passed, 45 minutes, I was like, Cormac, I'm leaving. I'm not doing this anymore. And you came in and you thought, oh, this is so funny. I'm going to video her. Well, Listen, she's upset. We can all laugh now. It's a year later. No, hang on. It was upsetting about. though. 
at the time. Listen, we've we've been, this is what happens when you put stuff out there and you get vulnerable, you get upset and scared, and, and sometimes it, it doesn't work out for the best. But, and he never responded, like never got back you, to you. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> aren't you happy now, though? Yeah, but that's not the point. There we go. Listen, that video, if you want to have a quick look at it, uh, a recap, it's up on F104's Instagram. If you w- if you want, and if you want to have a look and see the moment, Sersha's heart is breaking, up on, uh, at Dublin's Stood up. FM104 on Instagram. Uh, on the way next, you might have seen, um, might have seen the, and heard the news about Marilyn Manson, certain allegations about him not being the nicest person in the world. For legal reasons, we won't say any more no, than no. that, because the defamation laws in this country are phenomenal. Anyway. Uh, he, the allegations have been um, made about him just not being the nicest person in the world and you know what back in the day he would have been someone that your mother would have been like you're not allowed to listen to him because he's a freak oh yeah 100% everyone thought he was an absolute uh, freak so just on that what were some of the artists back in the day that you were not allowed to listen to that your mother or your father or whoever was looking after you was like hang on a second now you were not allowed listen to that you are not allowed to listen to them they're too corrupt they're too inappropriate let us know the musicians and the artists that you were not allowed to listen to as a kid they had to kind of like sneak listen to 0876797104 be back with music from MK Lies it's next you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon FM 104 Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 hope you're well sometimes it turns out that your mother was right back in the day you might have been told that you weren't allowed to listen to a certain musical artist and you know maybe sometimes they're right because you might have seen in the news recently uh, Marilyn Manson has got himself in a little bit of uh, hot water because allegations about him not being the nicest person in the world have come out and he has a persona of being this dark gothy kind of controversial alternative figure but apparently maybe he's just allegedly allegedly according to some people uh, nothing proven yet uh, that he may not be the nicest person in the world. No, that's um, what we're hearing, yeah. Your mother might have been right saying that you shouldn't listen to him because he's... You just shouldn't listen Do you know to what's him. funny though, right? You, you're you're told, you know, at the time, don't listen to this and this and this and this because it will affect your thinking and your brain and you'll end up going to do these things in return. Did it ever happen? No. Were we ever influenced by yes, the we, music? West. No, we were ah, not. Come on now, look at it. Look at that. There's weed legal in loads of uh, countries around the world, all because people were listening to Bob Marley and Eminem and Snoop Dogg, and now look at it, we're falling apart. But I remember what was the band uh, D12? Oh yeah, D12. Yeah. My mom went uh, like insane oh. anytime we tried to listen to them because two, they had um, purple, purple pills. pills yeah, uh, it was Purple Hills, the radio version, wasn't yes, it? Yes, that's exactly what D12, it was. Purple, Purple Hills, the I, radio edit. Now, if you think about it, I was probably eleven when this came out, but I didn't know what Purple Pills was. Do well, you know, I mean, yeah. you'd be singing along to it. So even though. And it turns out that, yeah, they don't mean hills. They mean illegal drugs. Yeah. You but can't be letting kids do these things now. When you're 11, like even this. Phil. I turned out great. Did you though? I mean, every time on this show we learn a little bit more about Saoirse's degenerate teenage years. Maybe it was because of M and M. You know? I was obsessed with him. You can't be plugging that stuff nowadays. 
Like, if Eminem was out these days, do you think he would have been cancelled, like, before he got it huge? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, he would have been just... I'd say oh he's sitting God. back being like, dear God, I dodged a bullet. Ten years early, good man. Now yeah. I'd be like, oh, my God, we have to get rid of Eminem. This he's is, such yeah. a misogynistic, drug-pussing... Whatever. But we just we just want to know then, like Eminem might have been a D12 was definitely the songs you weren't allowed, uh, Sergio wasn't allowed to listen to, but who was the artist or what was the song you were not allowed to listen to when they were like, no, 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 turn that off now. There was also... Yeah. Oh, what was his name? And we have to play this when someone has sent in a message from... How's things, lads? I would listen to... Yeah, Tupac and Eminem are obviously slightly controversial. Mm. But Colt 45, I forgot this until you sent this one in. Uh, Colt 45, uh, Michael out in Balbriggan said, and I presume you, do, you don't mention the song, Michael, but I presume you, you oh. mean um, oh. this song, which was pretty popular. <laughs> As the marijuana burn, we can take our time singing them dirty rap songs. Stop and hit the ball like Chi Now, is this, is this the right one? From here to Hong Kong, so roll. Because uh, he, he had a couple of different songs he did, now. yeah. Um, All about... Getting high because uh, I got high. When was that released? Like, what year was that uh, released in? That late nineties, was it? Oh, this was such a tune. <laughs> is is it even though a good tune? Yeah. Oh, it is. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. And the guy in the video is Kevin something, isn't he? He's a film director, I think, who wrote. I can't remember. Was this played on the radio? Like, did, did we air this? Was, it, was no this idea. played on, on radio here? Or was this like, oh my God, how dare you? I would have been very young. I can't ever remember it being played on radio. I know people would have had it and downloaded it and listened to it online and stuff, but yeah. was this played... Did, did this chart, like, was this a billboard number one? It definitely wasn't chart. 100%. I was gonna go to court. Before I got high. I just uh, might think it might have been a little bit much for radio back then. But I'm trying to figure out, like, what would you change that to? And I don't, I don't think there was a radio version of that song, Because I Got High. No. <laughs> what a song. <laughs> Remember, never do drugs, okay? Never do drugs. You will get pregnant and die. Visit drugs.ie. They're illegal here. Yeah, that's not a bad one. I can see if your parents heard that one now and you were 10 or 11 or 13, they would have, you would have been leathered back in the day. Now you probably would have been rewarded for expressing your positivity oh. and being told, congratulations, well done. You can have some marijuana. Um, but yeah. Who sang? Right. I remember my mom going mad about this one as well. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, she did not me, like that song. Uh, oh, my God. Who did that song? Who was that song? It was a brilliant song. Loved it. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, listen, send us in uh, the song or the artist that you weren't allowed to listen to as a kid that you would have got leathered if they found out that you were listening to this because it was inappropriate and they thought that you were going to go out and shoot guns and do drugs and kill people. Yeah, 100%. I also remember coming back from Irish college and I don't know what now was out at the time, but there was like a dance version and there was a song on it again I used to blare this in my room which went face down ass up that's the way we like to do things and I that that's that was literally the lyrics of the song and oh, I had it blaring yeah, this song wasn't too bad the offspring like there maybe for a 10 year old and they're playing that electric rock music in there as well. Now, she my God. She was just like, they're making sexual noises. 
Yeah, not a bad song. It's a great song. What was that? Like two thousands or was that nineties? Oh, I was only about ten, so yeah, it would have been seventies at that stage, <laughs> was it? No, it was probably two thousand ninety nine, two thousand, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one oh four. If you're listening and you can remember the song that your parents would have had a conniption uh, about you listening to or the artist that they were weren't impressed with you at all, let us know what the story is. Uh, Keen has said now I Keen Oh I've yeah! Never listened to any of these, and I've no idea. But apparently, Keen wasn't really allowed to listen to Slipknot. That song is called "Wait and Bleed." It's actually a really good song. I just never got into that kind of scream singing, you know. No. Um, I said it would be very, very fun to perform that, but Slipknot, yeah, they even sound dangerous, don't they? And he's listening to that Slipknot stuff. And the head shaky yeah. thing. They're doing the head banging out, but my God. Um, thank you for that. 0876797104. Ooh. I wasn't allowed to listen to, hang on, Chuck Berry's My Dingaling. Ah, come on now. <laughs> Barry, come on. <laughs> what is Chuck Berry? Chuck my Berry's ding-a-ling. ancient, is he not? It depends on how young you are, though. Chuck. Berry. If, if you start asking questions. It was Chuck Berry, this is a 1972 song. Oh, come on, play the song, stop talking. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. Play with my dingling. Fair enough. Maybe Barry was out playing with his dingling, and yeah. his mom was like, "Will you put that away?" Come on now, stop doing it. I can't remember the artist, but the song my mom freaked out about me listening to was a song called "I Wanna Be a Hippie and I Wanna Get Stoned." Oh, I remember that as well. I can't remember. The, I know they did a dance version of that, a real like high pitch. I wanna be a hippie and I wanna get stoned. Oh, I wanna be a. I wanna be. Be oh. a hippie Yeah I, I vaguely remember this Let's see if we can find that For you now Tommy I want to be a hippie And I want to get stoned Yeah um, Is this the one You are talking about Is this oh, it Oh yeah This is it Yeah Techno head Yeah I want to be a hippie <laughs> I remember this Like song. it was yesterday Oh lads Tommy great shout Yeah you wouldn't be allowed To listen to this now at all Would you This this is old. This is old and corrupting Tommy's mind for years. Like seven-year-old running around singing this. <laughs> this would this would be in like a giraffe's play center or something. You wouldn't even notice the lyrics, and it's just them going hyper off their head on and Coke Coca-Cola. Yeah. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. Oh, I do remember it. Thanks for that, Tommy. That's a great one. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Um, I imagine now the song kids aren't allowed to listen to is what? Yeah, probably one hundred percent. Well, can you, I, I imagine there has to be like a leaving cert or a junior cert listening to this right now. Who's like, if their mother heard them listening to WAP, they'd get leathered. Yeah, like was the music worse back in the day? Like I feel like. In a way, it kind of was. Like, it's more the, the videos that are offending people these days. Well, no, no, let's listen to the lyrics, right? Let's listen to the lyrics of this. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this 
This is what What? But now in fairness You know Back when we were in school Was there anything like that? Did Britney Spears ever come out And Christina Aguilera Who had dirty Did she ever say anything like that? No but she also wasn't Trying to get you on OnlyFans To make a bloody fortune (laughs) So like now You know That's a career So (laughs) Oh lads We're getting in trouble For playing that But yeah Cardi B has to be that one has to be that's the one parents are going it, okay, and saying fine, over. It is I'm just trying to think uh, like I know Cardi B's whole thing is that women or male rappers and artists have been objectifying women like that for years like talking about their big everything else and she's mm. just like well I'm going to talk about it in the same way and fair enough what mm, I'm trying to think what like m- male rap songs back in the day would have been explicit like that because there is loads hang on, hang on. Snoop Dogg probably yeah. would have had a few um, oh, 50 Cent 50 Cent This one I have to be very careful With playing this Because there is no There is a radio version of this But oh, this is Notorious yeah, yeah. B.I.G This is an, um, This is a phenomenally good song as well It's so catchy But when you listen to the lyrics You're like Oh my god Sometimes you don't even listen To yeah. the lyrics And it's just a catchy song Yeah This is such a good song <laughs> Notorious B.I.G Ja Rule Old Thing Back Brilliant song But the lyrics are Filth. The radio version has just—it's just missing words. I didn't realise that this was filth. Yeah, listen. Oh, such a great, great song. Like we get a lot of trouble for playing this because it's obscene and explicit. Yeah, I'm not even going to play. I'm not even going to play. But like, if you go and look at the explicit version of that and listen to that, you'll be like, wow. Oh. Like the ra- Let me see if there's a radio version here, right? Radio. The the radio edit of this song is so funny because it's just gaps everywhere. Uh, condom filler We hear that in the back Let's see if there's a clean version High res All things back uh, Clean version And it's, it's just nothing but blank words Bad boy, baby. Love this song That's not the clean version. No, it's definitely not the clean version. Yeah, okay, I didn't realise. Joke. Who was the one that um, did her gig here but was slagging us Irish? K. Jesse J. K. No, Perry? no, no. What was her name? Who? Damn it. Whoever that was, she's a song that is bold. Well, who and was, I was slagging us Irish? Remember, it was all in the paper at the time. Few years ago, some American singer came over here and just gave us dogs abuse. For what? About what? The way we looked, that we were rude. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Dude. I can't remember what her name was now. Scumbag, what's that? That's going to annoy me. If you remember, please send it in. But she has a filthy song. I know. Azealia Banks. Two one two. Azealia Banks came over here and was just abs- abused us Irish. Said we're horrible people. Yeah, scumbag. But yeah, two one two. Her song that's filthy. But my mum hated me listening to that. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Oh uh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. What was that one song that your other, your parents, did not approve of you listening? Of you had to kind of rebel against them and go. I don't care. I'm listening to it. It's my music, mom. Get out of my room. What What were they morally offended? That you were listening to. 0876797104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. The artist your mother warned you about, Marilyn Manson, back in the day. She was like, don't listen to him. And she might have been right because there's a few allegations coming out against him about him not being a very, very nice person. We won't get into too much detail because the defamation laws in this country are astoundingly good. But we just want to know what were some of the other artists or songs that you are 100% not allowed to listen to as a as maybe as a teenager or you're not allowed to listen to now let us know 87 I mean this has come in a few times from uh, people it's obviously this very very bold boy so good he's so hot as well defined uh, redefined a generation and he would have been cancelled to high heavens if Twitter was around back and in I'm the day. so glad he wasn't yeah. we're going to have a problem here Great song and great album as well. And uh, there was one or two of the tracks. Uh, was it on this album or was it on one of Dr. Dre's albums that was just absolute filth? Absolute, uh, just yeah. I think it was the next album, Aural Porn. Yeah, like one of the, one or two of the tracks just messing were absolute filth. Um, but yeah, let us know. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. We have uh, what Weezer? Oh yeah, oh very popular yeah, Weezer I remember this band. Do you say she's trying to be yeah, cool? Yeah, no, I think I... Wait, is this an older band? Yes. So it's obviously Weezer, Hashpipe, and we got to sent in a few times saying that this was another song that a lot of people were not allowed to listen to as a kid. You would have got uh, uh, in a little bit of trouble for that. But sure, even the Thong song. Oh, my mom was filth. going mad about that. She the was Thong like, song. Oh yeah. my God, you wear knickers and that's it. <laughs> you wear good old granny Catholic knickers and yes, that's it. Yes, you do not listen to... Thong uh, song. Oh, that was... What was his name? Cisco. Cisco, the Oh, Thong what song. a song. Great Hilarious. Tune. That's an amazing <laughs> one. Yeah, this filth was on the radio oh, back that, in the man? day. Yeah, I'm um, I think I'll sing it again. She had dumps like a tra, 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 da, 
Why can't you say let me see that personality <laughs> or let me see that degree or let me see that corporate uh, success that he, you've he been achieving? He could have, but he decided to go with the... Uh, Do you not feel objectified ring. as a woman when Cisco <laughs> comes out and he's like, just show me your ass and shut your mouth? No, as an 11-year-old, I wanted one. Oh, dear. That was a problem. I, I suppose this is... This is a. Uh, this is what Cardi B is coming up against this is what she's saying she's like she doesn't care this is what songs have been about women for, for years and then she just wants to objectify men I know and I think he's tiny as well he suffers from small man syndrome doesn't he he's only like 5 foot 2 is he do you know he apparently went out with Samantha Mumba for a while no yes he did you're lying to no, me no I'm not you're talking lies they went out for a little while yeah I think he brought it to the MTV Music Awards. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Has to be lies. No, not Kong lies. song, what a great shout. Yeah. Other ones, other songs or artists that your parents were like, nope, you are 100% not allowed to listen to this. 87 Another, uh, Another one that's always been... Oh know, yeah, he's still bold now. He's a who? brat. Doctor. No, not Dr. Dre. Snoop Doggy Dog. Oh, filthy Snoop Madra Filth. Madra. Yeah. Dr. Dre, I'll go Snoop Madra Madra. He just doesn't seem bothered by anything. He was in a. He did his own porn video, didn't he? Yeah. Um, He's got about eight kids as well, and he. I think he just openly. Yeah. You know. Just living life. Just doing what he wants. Chills out with whoever he likes, yeah. Man is living the dream, yeah. Snoop Dogg, that's Dr. Dre, and obviously Snoop Dogg's still Dre. A lot of people would have been like, no, I don't like you listening to that now. Oh, no yeah, way. my mom, we have none of that now. Uh, Paddy has said, when I was a kid, I went through a phase of innocently singing, Let's Talk About Sex, Baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. What was the name Let's of. Let's Talk About You and Me. Hot and Pepper, was it? Someone sent in a, a song there as well that I absolutely loved. We'll get to that in a minute, uh, which is none other than Stacey's mom. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. Salt and salt and pepper. That's what it was, wasn't it? That was a, that was a great. Oh, they song. sang that salt and pepper scene. Yeah. And we're gonna. This is real like um, fresh Prince of Bel Air music. People might misunderstand what we're trying to say. So old. Oh my god, I love it. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about I'd say that the uh, censors in this country went insane over this song. 100%. I would say this was banned off the radio here, wasn't it? <laughs> and all they're saying is let's talk about sex. They're not talking about Cardi B now going into explicit details about things she wants to do with Peni. No, we're still not allowed to talk about sex in this country. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't decoy, avoid. Do you know what it actually sounds like? Did you ever have a like chastity group come to your school and tell you to not have sex until you're married I actually don't remember that I do remember having sex ed in sixth class yeah we had like a Christian acting an American Christian acting group coming and this was the type of stuff they did they were trying to be cool and they were like oh hey it's Saoirse and Dave are going down to the party what should they do oh I don't want to and they were telling you to be a virgin oh my god I remember a whole like afternoon watching these idiots jumping around the stage telling you not to have sex I just remember being told that uh, men have wet dreams and I didn't know what the hell a wet dream was and I thought you all peed yourself during the night so I was like, I hate boys. They're disgusting. <laughs> I think sex ed, the way we were taught it as a 12-year-old, just didn't work. 
no, no, it, it didn't. Um, a lot of people, well, again, it, device, dividing opinions are saying some of the songs you're told that you shouldn't listen to are some of our ones, you know, like... Let's get down, let's get down, fingers. Or... And it's not just your parents telling you that you shouldn't listen to them. It's a lot of people, like especially songs like this, you should not listen to. I'm not playing anymore, not playing anymore, I'm sorry. Anyway, anyway. Oh, that is a good one. Oh, that's a filthy that one. That is one now that I remember. There's one or two there, which we will go back to Paul's message and another message there about Stacey's mom. But listen, uh, we'll play this. Uh, finally, the final time this evening, uh, Drimna was the song of choice for uh, the latest remix. As, as we mentioned, we've done Fingless, we've done Stalorgan, we have done Cabra, and it was between Walking Sound and Drimna last week, and Drimna won out. So we remixed... Rihanna's What's My Name into Odrimna What's My Name uh, and the first duet that we've had not bad I don't think definitely better than the previous one which was about Stillorgan but but give this a listen um, you may you may like it you may be from Drimna and you may hate it but let us know this is Drimna What's My Name here in Room 104 Drimna What's My Name Drimna What's My Name Drimna What's My Name Drimna What's my name? Dream Nana. What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Yo, I heard you're good with that South Paw. Yeah, you know my Carruth. Square root of 69 is pints, right? Cause I've been trying to marbleage. Oh, good speed on the red line. Comes alive at the night time. Okay, away we go. John Reese Myers is on the radio. Oh, let it play. You say you gotta leave, but I know you wanna stay, girl. You just waiting on this traffic jam to finish, girl. Traffic on the long road, make you hurl. Say my name, say my name, wear it out. It's got a drawbridge mode, you should check it out. I can get through you on a mighty long day. Soon as you go, Gabriel Burns gonna say. Trim Nana, what's my name? Trim Nana, what's my name? Trim Nana, what's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Now I'm in cold Not bad. What do you mean, not bad? It's brilliant. No, not, not bad at all. That was Drimna, so that means Fingless, Stillorgan, Cabra and Drimna have now been done. Uh, we need this week's suggestions. Uh, last week, a lot of love coming in from Walking Sound, but wherever you are, whether it's Tallar, Blanche or Bally Firm at Ballymun, wherever in Dublin you are, that you would like to uh, have remixed into a song here on FM 104, let us know. 087 67 and we will do it 
this week. Uh, here now, a real song, an actual good song from one of the country's greatest talents at the moment with Medusa. It's Medusa Dermot Kennedy, Paradise. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Uh, songs you were not allowed to listen to as a child. Um, Samantha Mumba was with Cisco in my... No, this is lies. Yes, they were together, 100%. I remember that story breaking here. That's so, a big deal. So, uh, Keith out Marino, good evening, what's the story? Yeah, Samantha Mumba was with Cisco in my local pub, Granger's, on the Malahide Road in 1999. We were just talking about songs that were... Uh, your your mother and father would not have been allowed or happy that you were actually listening to and Cisco's Tong song came up. I never knew Samantha Mumba was with Cisco. Yep, she was. And he was over here. And he was here. Lads, that's ridiculous. Oh, we have to... Play. This song is filthy. Oh, yeah. This is one... That is still filthy today oh, for yeah. anyone really listening to it. Like yeah, you wouldn't yeah. be listening to this with anyone overhearing it. Oh, okay. this is this is one of the most filthiest songs. But this is pre Cardi B, isn't it? Oh yeah. Can I can't even put that no, on the radio? Don't you even shouldn't. think. Oh God! There, there's another one, right? There's a whole genre of like rap or R and B music by. Women, that's just filthy. We, we might have. Let me see if I can remember this. Oh, okay. This song is. I think this. I think this is it. Hang on. This song is insane. This is called. This is from Risque, who's a very, very prominent R&B artist over in the United States. Let's have a look at this. Okay. Okay. We've all had that problem, haven't we? We've all had to smell the dick just to make sure. (laughs) Just to be like, he can be lying, he can be saying he's out with the lads, but you just gotta get him and say, "Here, listen, come on now." Now the video to this song is a highly produced, you know, proper music video. Oh, yeah. It would remind you of something TLC might do back in the day, or uh, an early Beyonce. But that is another ridiculous song which you will never be allowed to use. But her, there's tons, tons of really kind of explicit graphic uh, music videos like that up online and up on Spotify as well. Oh, hundred percent. Risque. You gotta look that stuff up. It's amazing. That's bad. Do you know what everyone is missing out on as well? Any or D. Yeah, lap yeah, dance. Yeah, dance yeah, yeah, yeah. Filth. That's another filthy one. And uh, honourable mentions for. Um, oh, look at that. Ah, Sersha. That can't. Ah, Cormac. That can't be Sersha's voice compared to the solo she sang last week. Why? What's wrong with my voice? As in your voice from Drimna. Why are you saying it's bad? I'm oh, saying it's brilliant as in, in comparison to what it was. Maybe I just cranked up the processing on the auto Yeah, it's I your fault. Though. I didn't. Completely though. you. No, I'm, she, he's saying it's, it's good. He's saying that. Today. The Drimna one is is far, far better than the Stalorgan one. what is wrong with my Stalorgan one? I really liked it. Lads. What is wrong with your Stalorgan one? Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with that? Everything is wrong with that. Absolutely uh, everything. Uh, last, Stacey's Mom was a cracking song. We played that in primary school in fifth class. Yeah. When we played, and I'd say you got in trouble for that now. I remember in the big group of guys and girls you'd hang around with and yeah. you'd ask, the boys would be going around asking each other and you'd ask them, so would you get with Stacey or her mom? 
you know, because we were the same age as Stacey, so that was okay at the time. Um, and what was the right answer? They all got wanted to get with the mom. Yes, Stacey's mom. She does have it going on. She though, did, yeah. In fairness to her, um, right? And a message in here, Sean. What's the story, lads? You should one hundred percent do Lucan. Uh, for this week's remix yeah Lucan's not oh, a bad Lucan one Oh Lucan is a good one yeah and I'm sure Lucan would, would fit in with a lot of different songs yeah oh we're going to Lucan, Lucan. <laughs> <laughs> back to the island oh there's loads oh yeah finding it hard to believe we're in Lucan like uh, Heaven oh I DJ like Sammy. that one yeah. that might work might work, even work a little bit better than Crumlin yeah. so listen uh, nominations coming in there for Lucan for Walking Down we've done Fingless Delorg and Cabra and now Drimna so we'll be remixing one this week and let us know what the crack is and which one you would like us to do on the way next uh, an author slash dominatrix expert will be on to explain to you why men enjoy getting humiliated by her getting whipped and getting spanked that's on the way next here in F1 you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Sir here. Hope your Monday is going well. Now, why do some men enjoy getting tied up, whipped, insulted, humiliated by elderly women in leather bound clothes? Well, joining us on the show now to talk a little bit about the whole area of BDSM, how she got into it, why men enjoy getting humiliated at the end of her whip, is somebody who has authored books on the topic, is now coaching and training other young women about how to get into the whole arena of BDSM. We're delighted to welcome onto the show this evening Mistress Sophia how are you? I'm very well thank you and you? Yeah we're doing good thanks a million for taking our call we were dying to chat to you and I think because you know a lot of people probably look up to you a lot of people probably want to do what you're doing but are too afraid and especially maybe at your age so can you just take us back and tell us how exactly you got into this? I certainly can I um, I was actually it was after a very traumatic marriage breakup about 11 years ago and um, I was working part-time he left me in a lot of uh, debt and so I knew I needed to do something apart from my part-time job so and then one night just by chance I was flicking through the channels and I came across a program about phone sex and it intrigued me and it actually made me laugh and I thought you know what I could do that so I got in touch I managed to get in touch through social media a wonderful thing mm. and um she 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 messaged me back we've been firm friends ever since and she put me on the right path but what I did notice when I was um uh doing the the phone chat lines was so many wanted domination and it was actually my daughter that said to me one day, Mum, you're doing it for peanuts on the phone. Why don't you do it for real? So uh, I used to, uh, um, like, the the calls were monitored, so we weren't supposed to give out information or take information. Yeah. So I would say, no, I can't take any information and be scribbling away. And that's how I kind of started. Um, they would then book to come and see me and uh, I, I learned through my own experience and the reason why I started training was I was I was on a, a TV I've done several documentaries and I was on a television show and I had afterwards I had about over a hundred emails from females and and they were 
they were all saying things like I'd inspired them, that they were my age. They thought that they were at the end of the, the line. They'd been left, uh, etc. So I now, uh, I do train, but I only train if they meet my criteria. I don't take on youngsters because I don't charge them. Right. So um, obviously I take tribute from sessions like slaves and subs, but when it comes to training ladies i don't i don't take money what because i wish when i've been in that situation that i had somebody to show me the way instead of having yeah. to move through and pick it up myself can i just ask you just so you know we are familiar with the term dominatrix but maybe not exactly familiar with what exactly that entails so like what happens like what do you do as a dominatrix if you're with a client Okay, number one, I never ever call them clients because that infers that I'm giving them a service. And as far as I'm concerned, they are serving me. So um, if I get a sub or a slave that comes for a session, um, it varies. What I would say, I have two lifestyle slaves, which means they come and serve me. They don't pay me any tribute, but they do exactly what I tell them. So if I want them to uh, clean all the windows, if I want them to dig up the garden, they do it. But if somebody is uh, coming for a session, they're paying a tribute. So my first question would be, what are your kinks? Um, What are your fetishes? Because there's no point my booking somebody in Um, giving them a damn good walloping with a cane and then finding (laughs) they just come to worship my feet right? because they'll obviously never come back. So it's almost like they're topping from the bottom because they're telling me what they are interested in. And so I'm accommodating that. What's the strangest request that you've ever gotten? I I guess the the strangest one was somebody who had a fetish for mermaids. And he, he brought along a a paddling pool, which he, I allowed him to fill up, and he had about 10 mermaid tails, which he, he chose whichever he wanted to wear, and then he sat in the pool, and I had to sort of dominate him while he flapped his tail around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, wow. yeah, it was odd. It was odd. <laughs> is- you know what? Uh, there is a fetish for almost anything and everything i think that's what what we're finding out but is it always just men who want to be dominated have you ever had a a woman come up and want to be dominated by you i have i get i get women very often but i refuse them because i believe in female superiority and i don't want to dominate a woman okay so you have turned down people like you're not going to just take any kind of client with any type of fetish Absolutely not. No, no, no. I don't just do it for the money. I do it because I'm passionate about what I do. Um, And I've done a lot of uh, filming. I've done several documentaries now. I've been in magazines, papers. I've done documentaries for America. Um, And because I want to get across to people that we are not escorts. I do not have sex. I know we're, 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 the trouble is we're, we're in a grey area, so we are classed as sex workers. And mm. that's okay, but I don't have sex. But because, because we're with males and a, ma- a male is led by his genitalia, then obvious there is some kind of sexual orientation to it. Uh, but to me, I don't get turned on by what I do, except for the fact that I feel empowered. I love what I do, but it's not a sexual thing for me. 
Can I ask you why do you think that some men, a lot of men, like to be dominated and humiliated? I think in some ways it's almost like a stress buster. There are um there are subs that come to me that have very high powered jobs. It's very stressful. I high court judges, um solicitors, surgeons and they walk through my door and they have the world on their shoulders and they come in and they almost pass it over to me and I take charge of them and by the time they leave they have a smile on their face and they're ready to face the world humiliation is just another fetish they they enjoy to be humiliated by a woman they feel their places on their knees at a woman and i agree with them um god i just i've you know obviously heard of it but i've never never understood it fully you know um and we hear that as well that it's sometimes men or oftentimes men in, in stressful positions or high powered positions and uh, as you said like do you think it's a case of they have been they're in incredibly superior and maybe dominating positions in their own lives that they want a little bit of a break from it and just kind of want someone to, for once, take control and leave them off the hook kind of thing. Absolutely. Yes. I had a lifestyle a slave once that was with me for about three years and um, he was cleaning all the windows in my playroom once and he said, oh, mistress, my conservatory at home is just dreadful. It's in such a state. And I, well, why don't you sort it out? And he said, because my wife never tells me to. And and she's actually sitting on a gold mine. If she was to take charge and say, do this, do that, he would do it with his heart in it and his head soaring. But because she doesn't, then he can't be bothered. If we were a camera on the wall, maybe looking at a session of yours where you're dominating someone, how do you speak to these men and what do you do with them? Like how, how rough or violent do you get with them? Okay, I... I only get violent. I am a bit, I am a sadist, so I have to say I do enjoy giving punishment, and and I'm extremely good at caning. Um, I do CBT as long as I know they are. That's what they're into, and they're masochists. Then I take great pleasure and joy in doling it out. But I would not punish somebody physically if if they weren't a pain slur. Um, if it, they might come to me because they're a sissy, because they want to dress up as a maid and do my work, because they simply want to serve, because they have a foot fetish and want to worship my feet. I do not allow body worship. Um, so it, it's a minefield. BDSM is a minefield. It's not just one like thing that you all have to focus on. It's just, there are just so many facets to it. Funny, when I think of a dominatrix, I think of an older woman. Do you find that they prefer having, like going to you because of your age or have they mentioned that? Um, There have have to be some perks to being old. And this is the main one, because most that come to me, they seek me out simply because of my age. They don't, they, they just, they trust me more. Um, I'm more experienced and an older woman appears to be more dominant. Mm. And so I get an awful lot that just come to me because um, because I'm I'm old. You, I, I know you're based in the, in the UK at the moment, but you mentioned earlier on the grey area of the law. So like, is what you're doing legal? Uh, it is, yes. Um, we, uh, obviously, I can't, if I injure somebody, then I'm for the chop. So I'm... Yeah. 
I'm very careful. I'm very experienced. And this is one of the reasons why I want to train, because mm. you can't just pick up a cane on, and cane somebody. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know where you're caning. The same with everything I do, sounding, CBT. You have to know what you're doing. And I would rather train somebody than have them learn it through trial and error. So, um, and I also will give a, a safe word to a newbie or a novice so that I know that I can't exceed what they right. can take. It's fascinating. And how many people would you be training? Like, is there a lot of interest in this? Well, at the moment, because of lockdown, I'm not doing an awful lot. I'm, I've, I'm in touch with a few online, but I have got a, a queue waiting for when <laughs> I can train. Um, and obviously I can't do too much because obviously I have to session because it pays my bills. But I do have an awful lot of, that are waiting in the wings for when things improve. When, you know, pre-lockdown and, and pre the hell we're currently living in at the moment and things were normal, like, I, I don't want to know how much, but I take it this is covering, is this better than an average full-time job for you, money-wise? Absolutely. Yes, yes. Because I love what I do. So, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not rich. I pay my bills. I don't claim any benefits or anything I love what I do so I'm very lucky that I can sustain my lifestyle and love what I do and I know this might be a personal question I don't know if you do have a partner but have you found that anyone that you may have hooked up with you know since your ex found that this is a difficult you know job I guess for their partner to have no, I'm I'm very happily single. I've had a couple of lovers that um, are usually younger than me. I like younger guys, but it's never been an issue. They've never questioned it. They just accept it. But it's only been it's not been anything serious because I'm I'm very happily single. But before we let you go, I think we could talk about this for hours. But 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 just for the crack, could you give an example of let's say I was your client and wanted to be humiliated? What would be some of the things you'd say to me to humiliate me? Well, the first thing I would do is it's make you strip off. All right, so. <laughs> then God help you if you're not clean shaven. And I don't mean round your, your, round your mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that needs a little bit of work. But right, so I'm, I'm clean shaven and I'm naked and I'm, and I'm stripped down in front of you. Uh, what are some of the, the insults you, you could throw my way? So what the hell is that between your legs? What do you use that for? What on earth am I looking at? Oh, my God. Get on your knees and cover that up. It's disgusting. It's disgraceful. Wow. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.